We are live on YouTube. Oh, shit. Uh, I should tweet this. Why? Dude, what's going on? All right, what's up, YouTube? My name is Stanley. I think I'm going to start going by Stanley, by the way. Yeah, my, my buddy thought it was funny that I called myself Bruce Sleazy. And then, you know, McBride calls me Pockets. And then I kind of got that. It's kind of weird. Do you want to go by Pockets? Do you want to go by Sleazy? I don't know. I like, I like when McBride called me Pockets, but I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Pockets don't know. is unique. It's not like. Yeah. I used to get fucking smoked for having my hands in my pockets. I forgot about that. You and everybody else. Dude, smoke show. I love putting my hands in my pockets. That was like my own thing I could control in the army. Just putting my yeah. hands in my pockets. Yeah. That's good times. No, but how's your weekend? My weekend? I was pretty solid, man. Uh, I stayed in mostly. Just kind of been back on the uh, PC gaming and kind of been chilling. Actually, I was gonna ask about that. Actually, did you get like a laptop or you did you get a PC? Yeah, I got a laptop. Uh, yeah, I actually went through this whole thing internally. I kind of sold all my gaming stuff at one point, and then I yeah just got I got a gaming laptop, and it was not that serious, but I just wanted to try Streamlabs because we talked about it last time. So. Yeah, it's cool, man. What type of laptop did you get? I know this isn't really conducive uh, for talk, but I'm interested. Uh, it's an MSI G75 Stealth. Yeah, it's, I know, dude. Yeah, no, just the longevity and, like, the warranties and stuff. Uh, Did you buy a new then? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, brand new. But it was, like, on sale at, new, uh, at Newegg, so. You and I talked about this a few months ago, probably, but I can't believe, because I still have my laptop that we had in the military. Yeah, that's kind of a fucking shock to me, but, yeah. But anyways, the, the level of laptop capabilities nowadays as opposed to six years ago is insane i mean i was looking at one yesterday at best buy i uh, had to return something but they had a i think it was an alienware it's either alienware or doesn't matter anyways it had six gigs of gdr6 for the uh for the video card and then it had uh, 16 gigs of ddr4 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's like and you could i think that one was on sale for like 900 bucks mm-hmm. yeah it's just crazy yeah are you ever gonna get back on pc or probably not no yes no maybe depends on how this podcast does i know man right no, no uh, have, you, have you have you invested into any of the podcast stuff like mics video any stuff like that so over the weekend, I was looking at trying to get my GoPro set up to use that as a webcam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But similar to using like a streaming card, you have to have not only a GoPro, but you also have to have a USB stick that converts the video file from the GoPro Live? to a webcam. Mm. And this may just be because it's an older GoPro. It's not one of the newer ones. Okay. Okay. So to answer your question, not yet, but I will eventually. Yeah, because I had copped a, a webcam for the whole Streamlabs stuff and for this. So, yeah, hopefully, um, we kind of lock down the video, audio aspect of things. Because did you already get your webcam? In? I mean, yeah, it's not here, but it's definitely on the whistle. But no, um, but yeah, man, I was uh actually thinking about interviewing you today trying to figure out 
where Stanley comes from. But yeah, no, man, I think that, uh, you know, Stanley. you know, yeah, there, there are our whole uh, relationship together. You know, we really haven't tapped in with your whole life and the CO Colorado, you know? No, I was just wondering, man, uh, how did, how did that, how did that happen? Cause I know that you got in a, I know your father, when we went to your wedding, he had told us that you got into a bunch of trouble being younger with uh, cars and stuff. So uh, why do you want to dive in into that real quick? Yeah. I mean, my, my trouble isn't, I, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. Looking yeah. back, I definitely caused a lot of headache for my parents, but um I grew up in Colorado. It was actually, uh, I was very fortunate to grow up in the family that I grew up in. I had, uh, I was very into sports. I played at any given time four different sports at, at, at the same time. But um, when I got to high school, I uh, was not worried about school whatsoever. I was much more worried about friends and uh, seeking girlfriends at the time um and I just wasn't interested in learning or putting any effort into school so I actually went to four different high schools um okay the first two I went to were because my freshman year of high school uh they put a there, there used to be you could go to any school in the in the city that you wanted to mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. But my freshman year is when they actually extended high school to ninth through 12th grade. So when they did that, they uh, it used to be just 10th through 12th. And then junior high was 7th really? through 9th. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of uh, backwards over here in the Bay Area. They went through a 7th. That's backwards through. everywhere. This so like backwards, backwards country, bro. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my freshman year is when they actually extended it to like a legit high school scene. Yeah. So they they closed school of choice. So the first high school I went to wasn't mm-hmm. my first choice per se. Um, and then the second high school I went to was the school that both of my sisters had graduated from. So that was my school that I originally wanted to go to, but I never did well in any of my classes. So my parents always felt like it may have been the school that I was going to either was too challenging for me or I just wasn't applying myself enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to a secondary high school um which the majority of the students there I'm not going to say all of them but the majority of the students there I shouldn't even say the majority of students some of the students that went to this high school were mandated Mm. by the court you're either going to go to this high school or you're going to go to juvie wait so you're telling me you went to like a continuation school um I don't really know what that is but I guess in the state of Colorado secondary school is uh it's much more individual so the classes are a lot smaller wow uh, dude wait a minute you went to so so okay i i understand yeah. what you're like the way you're describing it is basically what like all like the you know just a continuation school would be over here which is where like you know like you said like you're mandated to go to school or you're like a gangbanger or like you you, you know you got pregnant and you had to go get your you know all that stuff yeah so that's so you went to that school Oh, yeah. So I know I've known you for at least like eight years and I've never known that really. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, man. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So that school uh, wasn't challenging enough for mm-hmm. me. Um, okay. 
just because I'm trying to say this delicately. Yeah, take all the time you need, bro. <laughs> the uh, the level of schooling at that school was lower because it had to be because you right. know some of the students right. that went there, uh, you know, were put in situations where they either had to go to school. Like right. I said, they had to go to juvie. So at the same time, I was still doing all the things I was doing at regular high school as I was just uh, around kids that were doing the same things as well. So uh, lots of smoking weed, lots of, uh, luckily the school that I went to, if you missed any of the classes, you were automatically expelled. So um, okay, I didn't, I didn't miss any of my, my classes but I was still doing all the things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. So anyways, I did really well the first, sem first semester there and convinced mm -hmm. my parents to so let when, me go back to my you, high school. When did you go to some uh, continuation school? Was that like freshman, sophomore, junior? That was the uh, first semester of my junior year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did really well my first semester of my junior year, convinced my parents that it wasn't hard enough for me. So then I went back to regular mm -hmm. high school. Mm -hmm. um finished out my junior year and then uh my junior spring season of baseball I got cut from my baseball team um for a number of different reasons but um yeah I won't go into that right now but anyways so at that point in time I was yeah. still thinking that I wanted to play baseball so I was looking at other high schools to go to that I could play baseball at mm -hmm. um and then the final high school that I ended up going to was a, uh, it was called Colorado Early Colleges. So they got grants from the state of Colorado to get free college classes to high school students. Mm -hmm. And that's where I actually ended up meeting my now wife. So yeah, no, in the I, long run, it ended up being okay. Cause that's where I, that's where I met my wife. But um, yeah, you know, and I always say this, I think this is like the fifth time that I've said this on the podcast, but hindsight's always twenty twenty. Right, right. At the that's time, what I feel I feel like that's what our podcast should be called. Hindsight yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, twenty twenty is already taken, so we can't take that. But anyways, uh I I definitely could have applied myself more. Yeah. But if I would have applied myself more, I don't think I would have done a number of different things. I definitely would have gone to that fourth high school and met my wife. I wouldn't have joined the army. Um, I wouldn't have deployed. I wouldn't have gotten all the experience that I got in the military to get me to where I'm at now. So, I mean, right. and me, me, your yeah. kids, me, I said yeah. my wife. I met my wife. <laughs> yeah, got it, got it, got it. Cool. But, anyways, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a challenging time during mm -hmm. it, but I'm glad that I had gone through it because. I, uh, I was very immature. The, the military got me to a point where I realized that I was just a piece of crap, more or less, and that I needed to change. So mm. it worked out for the better, I think. Yeah, a lot of growing up in the military. And of course, we tap right back into the military. But no, I, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, that's what it was for you. I mean, I, I remember for your, you know, your, your speech, you know, wasn't the best man but I gave an awesome speech or whatever yeah. um and I, I gave you know did the wedding speech and you know everything happens for a reason definitely without um you going to that fourth uh, school definitely would have been 
made it that far. Yeah, is uh, the stream going crazy right now, or is it just a? Uh... Uh, no, not really. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, got a couple of my buddies on, on the the chat room, and um, yeah, dude. So with uh, with that though, are you um, do you kind of like do you do you wish sometimes do you just like oh, fuck it you know just be immature whatever or do you feel like since you're a father now you have to carry this sense of responsibility and always be I'm a father I have to bury stuff in my my chest or whatever. No, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um... I don't really know how to answer that question. I guess there's some things that I definitely like, still have some immaturity about, like when you're around me. Like you're just <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just being silly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, stop giggling, dude. Uh. <laughs> anyways, I definitely I have tendencies to be lazy, like I have said before. So that's still an immature part of me that I deal with on a day-to-day basis because mm-hmm. if it was up to me. I would lay in bed and watch YouTube all day, or if I still had video games, I'd play video games all day. That's fair. Um, fair. So I definitely have to try and, uh, (laughs) sorry, somebody said it was funny that I said you were giggling, which is, it is funny. Yeah, people like my giggles. Yeah. (laughs) Your best feature. Stop, Um, please. Dude, shut up. so yeah, that that's definitely one of the immaturity issues that I deal with on a on a day to day basis. But I think, uh, and I'm not trying to go back to the military just for going back to the military's talk. But I look back on a lot of things that you and I probably both learned in the military, uh, and I try and apply it to to each every day. So mm-hmm. one of the lines that I've heard from a former Delta guy is and I've heard it from other people as well, but he was like the first person that I heard it from was what are you doing today that others won't so that tomorrow you can do what others can't. So mm. I look at that when, and you, you can apply that to anything. You can apply that to being lazy. You can apply that to working out. Mm-hmm. You can apply that to Valorant. Um, are you buying the right weapons? Uh, well, real quick, real quick. We have to go back to the Delta thing later yeah. on, but because my buddy Bryce, I know is in the chat. I, uh, yeah. I have to tell him the story about our day in the defect in Afghanistan yeah. when someone decided to take a photo. But we'll go back to that. Well, you'll tell your story about yeah. that. Okay, but yeah. Keep going. Yeah, it still gives me nightmares. Um, <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, but anyways, it's uh, I try and apply that to, to everything that I do. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I try to tell myself a lot that I'm being weak, I'm being lazy yeah. to try and motivate myself. Because um, at the end of the day, I'm I'm really the only person that could motivate me. Um, yeah. There's not really anybody who can tell me something that's going to motivate me. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm pretty I'm pretty arrogant and hard headed. So if somebody tells me like, "Hey, you should probably do this, or you should probably do that." It, it doesn't really resonate with me unless I'm the one telling myself. Does that make sense? Right. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's and that's the kick in the ass that you need, you know, internally. You know, I get that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I used to be. Uh. I mean, maybe the same way. I mean, maybe I'm still working through stuff, but I definitely need that kick. Or I mean, the kick within me to do stuff. I mean, like, I obviously with everything going on, I you know going to the gym is one thing, but actually like picking up and doing applying like the things I know and knowing 
that I, I should bike and, you know, just kind of making right decisions and healthy decisions, you know, stuff that in the military was like, we were just like brainwashed to do. But then now that there's no one there to, you know, kick us in the ass, you know. So now it's just like the internal flame that you just have to keep motivating yourself. So, I mean, just making better decisions, right decisions. I mean, I, I really wanted to know, like, you know, about your, your like fatherhood. But I, before we go into fatherhood, I have to tell this story with Bryce. Well, Bryce is asking questions, man. His question is, do you recommend joining military at a later age, like 30 plus? Now, with this question, you could just apply it to doc man how how would you how would you what do you think what do you think i think we've said it before but every experience that you're going to have in the military is unique to the person who joins so it depends on what you're trying to get out of it i think the military is a fantastic option for somebody who needs training doesn't want to pay for training so like if you want to be a mechanic but you don't really have the time or resources Mm. to go to trade school to get a mechanic uh apprenticeship or whatever you can join Mm. the military as a diesel mechanic or you can join the military as a aviations mechanic Mm -hmm. and get that training so and, and in the grand scheme of things three years is pretty short in anybody's uh life i mean Again, it's it's different. I don't know if Bryce is married or if he's got kids or anything like that, but um, there's great he, – he isn't. No. I mean, if you don't have anything tying you down, I think it's a pretty good option. Um, yeah. Even if you do have – and I say tying you down not as a negative, but just as, like, you've got other commitments. But even if you do have a family, I think military is – I mean, I'll give you an example. So – when my first daughter was born, not joking, we paid like $15 out of pocket for her to be born. So fast forward two years when my second daughter was born, we didn't have the insurance that military has. Uh, I think rounding it out, I think we probably paid $10,000 out of pocket. So there's just different things like that where you can put a monetary value on the joining military, but Mm just on if you're trying to advance your career in a particular field, it can mm-hmm. be very beneficial. But you and I are kind of biased just because we were in the infantry. And yeah, and everything else is just like being a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I think, I mean, I'm not trying to speak. I mean, hopefully Bryce is still in the chat, but I'm not trying to speak for Doc, but, you know, for learn, uh, knowing him and getting to know him over the years, you know, he, he told me that he had, what, correct me if I'm wrong, what, two degrees? He had two degrees. He lived in the East Coast. He was doing X, Y, Z, and then joined the military as a six, uh, 38, 38 whiskey, 68 whiskey, uh, 68 medic. Whiskey. Yeah, 68 whiskey as a medic. And he was, what, 30 plus, right? Or he was about to be I, like, I want to say he was 30 when he enlisted. Yeah, he was 30 when he enlisted. He had two degrees. He was on the East Coast. He was doing XYZ. And, you know, right now, he, for, I mean, for him, I mean, I don't even think, I just, age is just a number, man, because he's still fucking rocking right now. Yeah. I mean, he's a, you know, he, he went in, he did his four years, he got out, and then he had a family, and then he went back in, went to officer school, and, He's still in the military right now, but you know, the 30 plus years, can you still go into military? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. If your body allows it, you know, mentally, um, if you don't have a lot of ties, you know, 
he got out because he wanted to start a family. He started a family and then he went back in because of the benefits that, you know, Josiah said. So, you know, it's Stanley. really, what's up? I go by Stanley. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah. Stan, what Stanley said. <laughs> yeah. No, we but... just go just Castillo and Stanfield, bro. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it, it also depends on like what you want to do. What's you, what's your plan for after the military? Uh, I mean, I was, I was 17 when I enlisted, I actually enlisted by, uh, going into senior summer. So I initially enlisted as a 19 Delta, which is a cab scout, which is. Did you really? Uh, yeah. Fucking. I can't say it. We're live. Fucking. Uh, Randy I'll, boy. No, <laughs> I'll tell you the I'll tell you the story of why I changed it. Right. No, 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 before I, you move on, man, you, you gotta explain to us what happened in Afghanistan when fucking PFC Stanfield walks into the defect one I don't day. even think I was a PFC, I was a PV2, I think. Yeah. PVT. Let me tell you this story real quick, because this okay, leads okay, up okay, to okay, why okay. I wasn't even an infantry. So I had re- initially enlisted as a 19 Delta when I wanted to join the army. And and this isn't we now know how bad of a decision that would have been, right? Yeah. But I've been ripping on you. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so one of my really good friends, uh, I shouldn't say really good friends. He was a friend of mine. He was acquaintance. He yeah. was already enlisted. He was an infantryman. He was in the Korangal Valley. Uh, so he was like, if you'd ever seen Operation Destrepo, uh, he was in that unit um, that was getting shot from every angle. So when he was home on leave one time, he heard that I had enlisted and he came to talk to me. He said, what did you enlist as? And I said, 19 Delta. And he's like, I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> so he, he convinced me to cancel my initial contract and then resubmit as an 11 Bravo, which I was really happy about. So fast forward yeah. two years when we were in Afghanistan, um, our first base that we stayed at, we were a base inside of an Afghan National Army base. Wait, is this a, so this, now we're, we're telling the story. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, directly across from one of our walls was another complex, and there was a special forces team that stayed in this complex, and they would share the dining facility with us. <laughs> You have to understand at the time, I was very gung-ho about wanting to be a special forces soldier. That was everything. You can ask Ramel. Everything that I had done up to that point was in preparation to eventually go to selection. Yeah. So I, I looked up to these dudes like nothing else. And when you're in the military, these are the superheroes of the army because they're jacked. They've got tattoos all over their body. You got they super cool wear, nicknames. They can wear beards. Yeah. Uh, they're just, there's a, a certain level of respect that everybody in the infantry has for special forces soldiers, whether they want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. So while we were eating one night, there were a group of four special forces soldiers eating in their uh, casual attire in the seat or in the table just across from us um so we had 
uh, cell phones. And really, you use the cell phones for music. You didn't have any service on them. You didn't have mm. um, capability of calling or anything like that. But you still had your camera. And I thought these dudes looked so cool. I was like, I'm going to snap a picture of them. Um, so I did the whole I'm uh, trying to find service thing. <laughs> and I like... <laughs> I was like going like this and then I stopped right where the table was and I just kept on going. So it was very obvious what I was trying to do. So fast forward, you know, 10 or 15 minutes later, I got up to go get some ice cream because that's lit. And uh, one of the guys at the, one of the guys stopped me. He's like, Hey, come here for a second. So I went over there. Uh, (laughs) I don't even think I stopped at freight refs. I think I was just standing there. He's like, hey, did yeah. you take a picture of us? And I just was looking at him and kind of collected myself for a couple seconds. So no like, rank, oh. no rank on him either. Yeah. Just, just no rank. So I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't take a picture. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm positive. And I'm not gonna, I'm not going to uh, filter what they said because I think it brings uh, a, a funness to the story. So anyways, they said, are you sure you didn't take a picture? I said, I'm positive. I would never do that. And then a guy at the very end of the table who was bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime put his like paw on the table and looked at me and he said, good, because if you fucking did, I'd break your hand. I said, yes, sir. And I walked away, got my ice cream. And while I was getting ice cream, deleted all the pictures that I took. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So he comes back to our foot or wherever it was, and you're telling us his story. I'm just dying, dude, because like we knew that those guys just like were the real deal. We just didn't want to fuck with them. Who were you with at the D def- or whatever that was? The defect. I don't know. I blacked out. I don't remember who I was with. Where it was at? But you have to understand, like during the time when you're telling us his story, just this, you know, this private just thing, and then taking a photo of these. Special forces were just like, dude, what the fuck? Private yeah, my, my running private things. Okay, yeah. that that was one of my things that I did that a private <clears throat> would do. And I fully yeah. admit that. I did delete the picture, I promise. I don't have any pictures that... Uh... Yeah, if you're watching this, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, my, my only real experience was getting... Uh, I remember we were at that cold base and we... Cold base. We went at, you remember the cold base? Shout out, secret ops. No, yeah, we were at that cold base and you know they're you know they're there and um yeah I remember we were just like you know I think it was I think second squad or some a third or whatever we were trying to go to the gym and I remember like the medic his name was like I will never forget his name was Blitz like the medic for you know the whatever the group that was. Yeah, that and was then, probably his yeah. actual name too. Just yeah, Blitz. And I was like, dude, that's such a super cool nickname. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, long story short, we were working out and they were like, we were just overcrowding the gym. And he was just like, fuck these regulars, man. Get the fuck out of our gym. Blah, blah. And I was like, holy shit. And he, and he kicked us out of our, the gym. That was my only only run in with the special forces. But yeah, man, actually, I, I think about all that stuff too. And the shit detail that those infantry guys probably got like their dicks like, oh, yeah, taking, you know, photos with like the fucking minigun and all that shit. And, you know you know, on these fucking just supporting the SF guys. But yeah, yeah. Man, I think those are pretty funny. But yeah, no, I always wanted to tell that story from your point of view, because I always thought it was super funny. Uh, 
the special forces guys aren't just just the most intimidating people. How about remember that one time we were at the range, and remember that special forces guy was like they're just like ATVs shooting that like whatever down the range, and then they shoot a flare up, and then we like calling it in. We're like, hey, do they need help? Remember we we're just like freaking out. You're like the RTO. We're like, do we need to go across the berm and just like help them out or something like that? And they're just like fucking around shooting flares and shit. We're like what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Good times, dude. Those Silly SF guys are real deal, real deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if if anybody's ever interested in military history, there is a book that I highly recommend. Uh, it's about the. So if anybody doesn't know, uh, there is a unit called Delta Force. It's not called Delta Force anymore, but um, it was made by a uh, lieutenant colonel by the name of Charlie A. Beckwith. Um, I mean, just a super cool dude. So there's a book called Inside Delta Force by Eric L. Haney. So he's actually an enlisted guy who went through the selection process, mm. but it details, he was the third group to go through. The first group was the founder of Delta Force. The second group was all the cadre that would uh, put the selection together. And then the third group was the first actual members of the unit. So just the stuff that, I mean, they, they talk about that book is just ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Have you read it? I mean, you've read it, um, from the bottom or. I, uh, have you read it it on audible. Oh yes, of course. Like three times. No, actually it's uh, funny that you say uh selection, man. I was actually, I was on my bike ride this morning. And I was just like, you know, listening to, I vote, I vote, you know, Dan, I, if I butcher the last name, but Dan Brazilian, 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 whatever. And like, I've known his story. He doesn't really, you know, have a lot of appeal to me or whatever, but I know that he was a veteran at one point and he went through buds and he, he didn't fail out. Well, I think he failed out the first time, went through the second time, but I was just hearing his story and just li- listening about how lucky that guy is and how like, you know, the, <clears throat> you know, tides turn for it you know, on his side, but, uh, but yeah, man, I was just thinking about, um, my experience through basic and how, I don't know about you, but did you go through basic with all the 11 x-rays or did you? Yeah. Cause I had, when I went through, when I went through basic, I was maybe like a group of 10, 11 x-rays, but everyone else was 18, 18 x-rays and they were just going through the selection process, my whole, my whole group. But yeah, I remember there's a guy, there's just like so many ignorant people that like, came from like the navy or the you know the marines or or air force just trying to be in the army and i don't know why i bring it up but i remember this one dude and he just remember it just reminds me of the stature where he dan brazilian i guess after his second second round going through buds he kind of just didn't give a fuck anymore and i felt like those were half of the dudes where they just didn't give a fuck about the army because they've done it before you know going through all this selection shit and i don't know i feel like um I don't know really where I was going with this stuff, but it was definitely, I don't know. I just see all, all the give a fucks go away and then kind of shifting over to another branch is kind of a weird idea to me. You know, like if you're in the Marines, you, you know, you kind of flip over your, your, uh, your give a fucks are out of the door. Like you're not going to listen to somebody that doesn't, you know, respect who you are. You got to start from the bottom again, you know? Yeah. And kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. Because, I, just, uh... I mean, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I joined the Air National Guard after I that was my lead up. I was gonna say like, you know, you give a fucks, you know, and then I was gonna bring up Dan and then bring up what you're gonna do. So glad that you brought that up, bud, because I know that 
I would FaceTime you sometimes and you would be in a different uniform and I was like, what is that? Yeah. So um, when you get out of the military, they're supposed to continue your healthcare for 180 days. So um, yeah. the day that I got out, I found out they were stopping my healthcare on that day. And we had also found out that my wife was pregnant on that day. So we didn't, I didn't have any job lined up when we got out. I knew that we were going back to Colorado, but I didn't have anything lined up. So mm -hmm. I also knew that I was done with the infantry. I was like, I just don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with the army and um, everything that was available in the army doesn't, didn't really appeal to me. So um, going into the air force, I was told that my time in Afghanistan would have been sufficient enough to um, take place for the training that I was going to have to do in the Air Force. But mm. when I got to my unit, they said that that wasn't the case and that I had to go to tech school. Um, and I just, I wasn't motivated. I didn't, it wasn't the right move for me. I, uh, I got really out of shape really fast. So mm -hmm. PT tests were a struggle for me because um, I was working probably 75 to 80 hours a week at the dealership. So any time that I had for free time, it was spent at home, either sleeping or just being with the family. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, lots of excuses to say that I didn't do well in the International Guard. So, hey, but I mean, you did. I mean, that's you did it right. Like, I mean, half the people can't even get out of bed. So, I mean, you did it definitely. Hey, don't don't downsize <laughs> don't downplay yourself but uh uh bryce has a question he asked yeah. i mean i know that dan went through buds twice his first time i know that he had broken his two legs he had shin splints or a you know a hairline fracture on his legs he had broken his legs he went he was on a boat long story short i know his story but i i guess what i was trying to bring up was that when you when you go through that level of bullshit you try to go back that, that's that's what i was trying to get at with that story was that when you know with dan the way he is he's very you know blunt and yeah. you know, he doesn't give a fuck whatever but but when he was trying to get into buds like the only thing that resonated to me when his story was that he wanted to be a seal right he wanted to be a seal and he you know technically i mean i don't know if the story is true but technically when he went on his second time he like was two days away from graduation they got rolled all the way back so then he went through all that shit etc cetera, etc cetera. so you could say he went through you know hell week twice but then you know went through all buds you know three times technically if you could say that but what i was trying to say is that your give a fucks was obviously gone when you got out of the military as an infantryman and then you mm -hmm. went to the air force and mm -hmm. i was gonna wonder like how you know how could you go through that much bullshit and that's why I want to ask you, but he had asked, if you're a Marine, do you have to enlist in Navy before going into BUDS? I don't know. That's a good question. Because um, they're in the same, you know, they're they're right next to each other, you know? Yeah, but the, I mean, they're technically different branches yeah. and yeah. the Navy SEALs are through the Navy. So I don't, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not sure. I, I, would. I, I mean, I think from at least my knowledge is that the only thing that the Marines and Navies share together 
are the um not the CBs is that what's called CBs where it's a mixture of navy and uh, marines but also you know uh, there's corpsmen you know so yeah. also like that's what they share but i mean i don't know anything about the navy and the marines definitely right yeah i don't i, I don't i wouldn't even know where to speculate on that but i i mean if just from everything that i've read and everything that i've seen from people who have been in either uh special forces or navy seals it i think it takes more than just wanting to be whatever you're going for mm, mm -hmm. because i've heard from a couple special forces guys that i know that in order to become a green beret it you have to have more motivation than just the green beret itself because mm. a lot of guys who go to selection go to selection because like me i had seen pictures of special forces soldiers who had beards and had really cool weapons and had really cool gear. And I was like, man, I, I, I want that type of stuff, but that's not the right reasons to go into that type of, of, right. of no, we're just, we're talking about the, the, the guy who's thinking about going into military. Right. Okay. I got you. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, if you want to go through that type of selection, you have to find something. And, and, and this is, this is naive of me to talk about because I've never gone through any selection. Right. We are, we're not credible. We, we I mean, for me, at least my knowledge, uh, you know, the, I these are all, what I know. Yeah. These are all just things that I've heard, uh, yeah. from people that have gone through these types of things, but right, 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 right. Yeah. I think if you want to join the military, Bryce, go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the motivation. Yeah. He yeah. actually just went through a, he basically just uh, built his PC the other day, and we were just, that was uh, the Twitch stream that I, I had linked to you because we we're just oh, really? like the whole whole thing about it. Yeah, man, I think that. Um, so that was Bryce building the PC. Yeah, it was Bryce. Yeah, he was first time. We were all there. We were all trying to help him out. I was trying to mod him. I heard Linus in the background. Line, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Linus. Yeah, I don't know if you saved that clip, but definitely he was a uh, live streaming it, and we had like. I don't know. It was like crazy. It was like twenty-three people there, man. It was it was quite the. Uh, and I don't know, man. I, I I've been very not. I don't want to say in the community, but I definitely been seeing the communal side of the internet. Um, you know, Reddit, been really deep down that whole Discord. Um, yeah, man. I just been kind of pushing myself into this internet life. I guess I could say. I mean, I, I don't take it that seriously, but. There's a lot of things that I would like to get myself into, really, like um, just caring about more stuff. I guess that makes any sense. I mean, there's a lot more things mm -hmm. I could. So, like, for, you know, for instance, like airsoft, you know, I definitely uh, love this sport. I do it and I, you know, I know what works and what doesn't. But also, like, I'm not the kind of person to, like, sit in front of a computer to, like, watch a video mm -hmm. and like see the up you know mm -hmm. see the upgrades and the benefits and stuff like at least for me in my mindset is if a weapon works you know that's an extension but it's not me you know what i mean so like i know that i still have to work on other parts of myself so yeah man i i don't know is that is that is that can you say that you've sat down and kind of learned and do things like that where if you're really interested you kind of take the time and figure things out uh yeah yeah i mean i 
I tend to be very spontaneous and uh, fluid with my money. So if I see something that I'm passionate about, I typically don't wait very long to get it. Um, but there are other times where like with the PC, I wanted a PC for, I mean, going on a year. It, it mm. wasn't something that I had just found out about. And then I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to jump on it. Um, yeah. Because like I said the other day, I spent a lot of times watching like Linus tech tips and uh, Jace two cents, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, watching like their scrapyard boards, I don't know if you've ever seen any of that stuff, but just mm -hmm. the, there's, I didn't know anything about that world prior to me starting to research it. So um, it's just cool that, you know, you can get one piece of equipment for a computer and it can completely change what you what your interaction is like for, mm. for whatever you're using it for because you can build a pc for editing mm. or you can be a, build a pc for gaming right mm. so like they're going to be completely do two different builds going to be different processors different video mm. cards different everything um and they're just they're, that that's a rabbit hole that you can spend a lot of different time doing and, and researching and stuff yeah, no, I feel it, man. Yeah, man, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, going back to it, you know, I think that uh, it's always good to have hobbies just, you know, moving forward with life. I think that, you know, the more that we grow up, we need to lock in and dive deep. I think that I didn't really, I was like more, if anything, general with that in the last episode. But what I meant was, for me, at least from what I learned in my life is that if I'm stuck in a place or whatever, I let the poison kind of go through my mind and kind of, I, you know, destructive myself. So I think that's very important. So like, you know, with you uh, building that motorcycle or with you with cooking and with you with being a father, you know, I think that's a, I mean, being a father is not a hobby, but <laughs> I think that's, you know, I think that uh, there's so much more to learn and it's, it's good that we uh, keep ourselves occupied. Yeah, I think being a father can be a hobby, though. I mean, I think there's a different there's a difference between being a father and parenting. Like, there's times right. where I have to parent my kids, and there's other times where I can just be a father to my kids. So that's so good. That's a great. That's a great way. That's a great way you said that, man. That's that's awesome. How do you? I mean, it's a secondary I mean, high school. That's why I'm insightful. No, I mean, knowing you, man, I I have to ask you, man. Like, you know, being a being a father. I mean, did you really? Did you did you see your father and just like I want to be molded after that that fellow man or did you did you say that you wanted to make your own walk in your own steps? So my my dad and I are very similar. Um, your dad's a hoot. Dad's yeah, a hoot. He's, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I mean we we had a lot of times growing up where we butt heads just because. I was very similar as hard headed, just like he is. And if he told me to do something, I had a different opinion and didn't want mm -hmm. to do it. So, I mean, looking back, I definitely felt like I'm going to be a different dad than he is. But again, hindsight being 2020, it's uh, if you put things into perspective, uh, I can understand it from his point of view of how I was acting and, right. uh, I don't know if I would have reacted any better than he did. So yeah, I don't know if that really answers your question, but. No, I just, I, I guess, uh, you know, with, with me and me and my wife, I always wondered if, 
you know, what kind of father I would be. I mean, I, I mean, not to go into it, but obviously, you know, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I just know that I wouldn't want to put my kid through. And I was wondering if like you definitely sidestepped a lot of things that you didn't, you know, you didn't want to put your, your kid, kids through. I mean, obviously they're still young, but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just trying to figure out if you try to avoid some stuff being a father, man. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. going to be, by the time they get to the point where I was a problem child, it's going to be a completely different world. So right, definitely. I'll have other things to worry about than just my kids. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, I always wonder like what kind of father I'd be. So I've always wondered, you know, beforehand, you know, when, you know, you and your wife are trying to have a baby, you know, just like, what, what does that, what does that look like? Like the mindset that you're just, you're nervous, you're scared, you, you kind of put things into place, you kind of go with the flow. What is that? We've never planned to have a baby. It just mm-hmm. <laughs> happens. Oh, okay. So you just kind of threw that out. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I just, yeah, I always wondered. Yeah. End, so. No, we, I mean, similar to my uh, tattoos. Wait, yeah. Similar to my tattoos, I don't really plan anything out. So yeah. it just kind of happened okay. twice so far. <laughs> I think my our next one is definitely going to be a little bit more planned out. Um, I say that, but I mean, she could be pregnant right now for all I know. So who knows? Nice. Um, so what's the, what's the, um, what's two, two, three years looking like for you, man? That's a great question. So I'm currently in school, um, pursuing my criminal justice degree. Yeah. Uh, so my plan for a degree was I knew that the majority of my credits were going to be transferred into a criminal justice field. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I wanted to get college done as fast as possible. So yeah. I chose that line just because it would get, it would really at the end of the day, I just, we need, we need the piece of paper to become more. Unfortunately, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever that piece of paper is. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm planning on once I get a hundred credits, which should be by the end of this year, I, I'm planning on double enrolling into the MBA program. So I'll graduate with my bachelor's and I'll graduate with my MBA as well. Cause right now I don't really know if I want to go into the criminal justice field or if I want to stay on the business side. Um, but if I have both degrees, I can kind of choose what I want to do at that point rather than being forced yes. into a career. It's not black and white. I mean, I definitely see some gray area. I mean, those are two, you know, not powerful, but definitely, you know, one of those things where you need for I think yeah. I think I mean can't think of the top of my head but definitely criminal justice and business <laughs> there's gonna be a job for you out there man. there should be but um who knows I don't I mean the way the the U.S. right now I just do I want to get into federal law enforcement three years from now who knows so everything is uh everything is in the making hey I'm gonna grab my charger real quick so talk to the talk to the audience got it cool uh thanks for everyone that's tuning in uh this is our first live stream episode on youtube i hope it looks good i know there's a latency problem so it might be kind of delayed um thank you for all the questions we really appreciate all the questions you should ask us more questions please not about the military but i understand that that is a hot topic Again, we need to do a disclosure. You ever shopped at a Hot Topic? No. 
No, I haven't. Disclosure, full disclosure. I we only know the military from our standpoint. We haven't really done any of the above and beyond stuff. So please, um, this is our opinion, and this is don't take our stuff so seriously, please. Yeah. Please. Please. Don't take, don't take anything I say seriously. Yeah. I'm a kid who went to secondary high school. Trust me, <laughs> That's so crazy, man. I didn't know that you went to continuation school. That's what we call it out here in Bay. I like um, secondary high school better because continuation sounds like. I mean, you know, still high school. I didn't. I never knocked it. My best friend, my God, dude, he's he's quite the character. He was a uh, he was on yearbook at, at my high school, and then he he went to continuation school, and then he, you know, loved yearbook so much he was on the yearbook for continuation school which is like you know it's just i don't know man it's a don't i, I don't knock anybody jg jg agrees with me he says he hates that you keep calling it continuation is it it is a, okay you're right secondary school man secondary school yeah. i i'm not not all right whatever dude whatever i'm not knocking it, anybody but my boy went to to secondary school too he said I don't know who JG is, but he is a true good G friend, right now. Good friend. Good, he good is a good friend. Good friend. Good friend. Good Subscribe, friend. comment, like. <laughs> That's plugging it, dude. Plugging it. Yeah. Yeah. But this is going back to a topic we had a few weeks ago. A few hmm. weeks ago. We've been doing this for two weeks. Um, <laughs> what other tattoos do you want to get? What? You heard dude, me. I thought you had talking points, dude. You heard me. No, um, I, I definitely want to get. I definitely want to get a American traditional. I love Doc's American traditional on his thighs. I think I'm gonna get one on my thighs, but I think I'm gonna get one that says um, uh, "Born Guilty." Born Guilty. You like that? Huh? You like that? You smile. That's good. Of, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I want to get one that says "Born Guilty," and then um, you know my my. My, my father, no, my dad was super into the, the punk scene. Yeah, he was in the punk uh, rock scene. So I definitely want to get hot like topic. a... Yeah, definitely hot topic. Hot topic punk. No, but he was into like the the thrash scene. So uh, there's this this group called DRI. And, you know, when I was a child, he would always play like DRI shit and kind of, you know, I kind of thrash them and all that stuff. So I definitely want to get something with that and then says Born Guilty. Um, but also, I don't know if I want to have it facing me or facing the other way. Cause like when I take, dude, shit, I think about that all the time. Oh, right, cause the spubbies will look cool if it was facing me, and I look I'm like, damn, dude, that's where I came from. But then when I like wear shorts, dude, what if you like, got, what if you got mirrored? Like spubbies mirrored? No. What if you got born guilty facing people, but also facing you? That's a lot, dude. That's a no, lot. What do you have? You have like a banner on the top and the banner on the bottom. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> the image is going to be... Or crazy. you could just get it, like, on your finger. Just, like, born guilty. You're like, oh, yeah. No, I definitely want to get a thigh tattoo because, you know, uh, you know, all my... You know, all the tattoos have a group of people on my body. You know, Good. have a super meaning. You know, I have my buddies, Firewood, the uh, Boom Crew on my other arm, and then I have Spubbies, and then... Shout out. Yeah, dude. I just, shout out, Spubbies. Yeah, dude. I just have a lot of tattoos that mean something with a group of people that means something to my life man so but i, I want to get one this is yeah uh born you guilty. see my newest tattoo you gonna show your butt cheeks or what's going on dude 
Your dude, your ass is super hairy. Shout hey, out to hey. you too. Dude, you're the hairiest person I know besides JG. But yeah, dude, you're like really hairy. I remember remember talking, the photo. Are you talking about Lamarche? You're not talking Lamarche about Lamarche is no, you're hairy and Lamarche. Lamarche has a back hairy. pussy. We <laughs> shaved that shit. We shaved that shit in Afghanistan. He got hella mad. And he did get mad. Yeah. And I remember I remember you would for some reason you like to change with your door open at the barracks for some fucking reason you, you have you're okay with that but like the draft yeah so anyways yeah no i remember just passing by with your stupid like colorado stuff and you're just like looking at me with your pant no pants anyways but yeah you have some airy ass man what's a new tattoo oh yeah i forgot you like how i dived into that new yeah <laughs> boom oh no you showed me that's anna dude that's your wife you showed me that. That was a, the photo of your wedding. My second tattoo that has been planned out. Wait, what's the where's the Colorado one? It's in here. Oh, that's right, dude. You silly guy. I remember when you came back from the from leave and you got that. You're just like, dude, I got a tattoo, bro. <laughs> that's because Doc had a tattoo on his bicep, and whenever he was driving, you could see it. I was like, that looks awesome. That's where I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I miss that guy, dude. Yeah, I miss that guy. What's the um? Well, who's the who's the first one on the lineup, dude? You trying to bring in? Uh, you had to throw it out there. I don't know. Nice transition. Bryce wants to know what part of Colorado you are from. Northern Colorado, Fort Collins, Loveland area, forty-five minutes north of Denver. They want me to get a tattoo of my thigh, of Sierra, because you have a tattoo of your wife. I mean, that's only fair. We are on a podcast together. That is very true. Yeah, I'm gonna, get from, I'm gonna get from the balcony right here, dude. And then I have already, us two already, like this, like this, like on the balcony already, like this. So I already just, have it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. It's a henna tattoo, but. Who else's cheeks have I seen? Hmm. Maybe that, we'll have all the people who whose cheeks you've seen on the podcast. Yeah. It's a lot of cheeks, bro, unfortunately. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, have you, uh, missed that guy McBride, dude? I know that he, uh, he got kind of silly when you he we were asked him to do his speech at your your wedding yeah he did get silly yeah i love I remember, that speech yeah i also have the the one at doc's wedding too man i have that one and i have the whole thing played out and i remember i remember that day so vividly dude because it was just it wasn't a i don't know how to explain it man but yeah it was one of the best weddings i've been to in a minute dude a while it was it was yeah docs yeah i remember we pulled up and we just had all these infantry guys just fucking yelling at people who were doing like the speeches and shit and i remember uh i don't know what you call him but i call him coop the loop but um what do you call darren hello sorry i was reading oh you have a nickname for cooper What, what do you call him uh master sergeant cooper no, I'm trying to think of anything besides dad. <laughs> we just call him dad all the time. Uh, call him Coop DeVille for the longest time, dude. And I call uh, Goad, you know, Lieutenant Goad for the longest time, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, I remember that. And I remember when McBride was walking away, these guys and Little were just like, fucking pussy. And just like, he's like running out the door and I'm chasing him with my camera. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. But yeah, dude. Sorry, one day, I have to. I have to answer this question. Bryce, I have never seen Strange Lights in Colorado, but uh, oh. 
there are a lot of places in eastern Colorado or southwest Colorado where there's lots of plains and stuff like just flat grassland that people have uh, have said to have seen strange lights. So like southwest Colorado, it's the four corners. So it shares Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, and I think Nevada is the fourth. So they're all like come to a 90 degree angle in the southwest portion of Colorado. So mm -hmm. that that spot is, uh, it has been said to have seen strange lights. lights. Hmm. I love the lights though. Yeah. No, dude. No. By the way, dude, did you see Kanye's thing yesterday? Or yeah. Is it? Ooh, I mean, we're not crazy. trying to get political on this motherfucker, man. But dude, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, he went a little crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think when he started he was... <laughs> when he started screaming, I almost murdered my daughter. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm out. yeah, dude. That was a. Uh... I mean, I think when he opened his mouth, that's when I was out. I was like, you know, I gotta turn this off, dude. That was that was a lot, dude. I mean, not to get political. But, uh, but get political. Yeah, it was definitely that is the world that we live in nowadays. Yeah, and people are asking why ours why isn't McBride on the show? And I will answer that one. I think personally that just needs to establish this. We need to lay down a solid foundation. We need to figure out what works, what doesn't. Um, I've definitely been on podcasts and a part of groups where we went too fast too early and kind of burned out and you know you know unfortunately right now up and up and down we kind of need to find some talking points there is some things where we need to research investigate for you know the interest is still there i understand that you know the military is a heavy topic and you know um mental health going forward and you know fatherhood and all that stuff but we just want to lay down the ground rules and uh, establish ourselves before bringing on anybody especially with everyone else's uh schedule we don't want to take up any time i mean for me and stanfield at least we we think that we can do this a lot in a weekend week so yeah yeah but, we like we said from the beginning we want to make sure that we get our ducks in a row to put mm -hmm. out the most quality uh podcast whether that's through Zoom to YouTube, whether that's through Streamlabs or something like that. Um, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. I think once we start having guests on, we had, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm releasing anything here, but um, we want to get to a point where we've done 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of a good baseline for us. Mm -hmm. um, and just so you guys know, the wrench next to your name, you're now moderators. So you guys are like the OG people of this chat, so now you can Don't kick. give them that. Don't give them that power, bro. They can kick anybody they want now. Really? All right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I honestly hope that you meet these guys, man. These really good guys. I mean, I, I know for one that they remember uh, you, McBride, um, Childs, definitely. Um, Lamar, you know, all those good guys that I used to mention when I was in the military. So, you know, I hope one day you kind of make your, your way west and kind of meet these guys definitely good people i mean i wouldn't dude you and i almost moved to santa rosa together we did remember that we did we did i also moved almost moved to like north virginia before after the military yeah i was uh i don't think i've ever mentioned this but i, I was definitely 
looking for things to do after the military. And I was going to hop on that DOD train. I don't know if I mentioned that to you before, but yeah, I was going for like a, I was going to go for like a interview and all that stuff, North Virginia and kind of start life there type of thing. But yeah. yeah. Then I met my wife and I know that she's listening through the, through the doors right now. Hashtags buddies. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, man. I had a lot of admiration. I mean, did you, do you want to end up back in Colorado? Is that like the plan or what's the. Um, we have a big, uh, we want to end up in Colorado for the simple fact of that's where grandparents are at. Yeah. So like our daughters would grow up close to their grandparents and grow up close to cousins and yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado is beautiful so that's definitely a positive but it's a lot more expensive than where we're at right now I don't know if um, I'm preaching to the choir with everybody living in California so I think everybody understands like living in a place where it's expensive it's just there's things that you have to take into consideration as far mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. you know providing for everybody but um, I think to answer your question convolutedly yes we do want to end up in Colorado cool man is there anything in the process of like traveling or kind of staying put for a little bit do you want to see the east coast more or more or just stay uh, put and go back to colorado i think we'd like to visit the east coast but i don't think we'd want to live on the east coast you know just yeah. i'm a huge history guy so all the civil war stuff on the east coast you know washington dc philadelphia yeah. new york that'll be cool yeah yeah, I remember we were supposed to move to Santa Rosa. I remember the plan, supposed to move to Santa Rosa, go to school in Santa Rosa. I mean, you were going to, you want to do baseball. I wanted to go to college. And this is way, you know, single. And uh, yeah, man, I just remember all that admiration and all this stuff. I remember all the plans when we used to do uh, Tower Guard that I made to sack. I don't know if you, if I ever mentioned this to you, but I remember we used to do like Tower Guard and I would tell Sack, like, yeah, dude, when I get out of the military, I'm going to fucking visit you in Florida, and we're going to go on a cruise and hang out and blah, 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 this and blah, blah, that. But, you know, obviously, after the military, you kind of lose sight of those things. But, yeah, I think that's that's pretty funny how many – and, like, I always told Childs or LaMarche. I mean, that one time we fucking visit LaMarche, you know. Yeah. It wasn't the same. So, I mean, I definitely told Childs I would definitely visit him in Georgia and all that stuff. So, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And things kind of go awry once you uh, put things into perspective. Yeah. My, my wife said, Josiah asked me if I wanted to be his roommate and move to Cali with him originally. Then we got married instead. Roommate? So, <laughs> fucking smooth, bro. Fucking yeah. smooth, man. Yeah. That's so funny, man. Yeah, I, re- I was telling Sierra the, uh, the, first start, the first time I met Anna. Um, I remember getting out of the I love how I got off that plane and then your family picked me up and then I like proceeded to go to your house. But I remember we went to like a Starbucks or something like that. And dude, you're like, Anna was just like smoking cigarettes in the car, just like while we're driving down this highway. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, he's met his match, dude. Cause like, that's you, <laughs> you would smoke and cigarettes, like chain smoking cigarettes down, like hey, driving and stuff. And I wouldn't I chain that. smoke them. <laughs> that's funny, man. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As, uh, yeah, she stopped smoking cigarettes really easily. 
I did not. Really? Oh, no. No, because, like, cigarettes is a social time type yeah. thing. Yeah. So, like, in the military, when we wanted just to get away from things, we'd go to the smoke shack and just smoke for a little bit. Really, dude? Did we ever go to the smoke shack? But, okay, I'll let you proceed. I'll let you proceed. I'm saying, okay. like, during the day, dude. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, after work, we would just knock on each other's doors. But, anyways... <laughs> Uh, like when I got into the car industry and started selling cars, any type of break that, you know, we would do, like, I always shadowed one guy and he'd always go out and smoke a cigarette and Mm -hmm. every single time he'd be like, Hey, you want one? And I'd be like, yeah, okay. So I didn't do a great job quitting. So whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, um, obviously, you know, I I was smoking for a while and then, um, you know, I just was smoking casually and then I did it for social time, but I would always throw a dip in it. I remember uh, my wife would just kind of hate kissing me just because, you know, all the stuff that was going. So then I threw in patches or p- patches, pouches. And then, um, yeah, just for the mess. But yeah, dude, I was, I stopped smoking because I, I went to college and I started, you know, working on, on set and yeah, dude, I was going against like 19 year olds, 18 year olds, you know, they were just like, they had like a lot more gas and uh yeah dude i just i couldn't hang with the guys that weren't like you know obviously i started at the bottom so then i had to work my way up and so i was just like lugging boxes and kind of doing the dirty work just just like in the military and i definitely had to uh look myself in the mirror and be like yo dude i gotta stop smoking you know just to stick with it um i definitely could not live that cigarette monster life anymore i remember we would get a carton of reds before every mission yeah just yeah chill, well, chill on the back of trucks yeah that is not the uh, the way to go man because i definitely paying up for it now or yeah it's catching up to me but yeah no me um i, I definitely just woke up next day and looked myself in the mirror and i said you know i'm not gonna smoke cigarettes anymore i i definitely you say no yeah no more cigarettes. Yeah, Uncle Sam, myself. Yeah, in the mirror. But no, I, um, yeah, but I, I, you know, just doing dip. But, you know, I tell Sierra all the time, like, dude, I, you know, just miss, just throw some, throw one in while I'm playing video games, you know? Not too crazy. We always, Anna and I will always be out, like, at a restaurant or something, and yeah. we'll smell cigarettes and just look at each other and then, like, have that quick memory where we used to smoke cigarettes. And yeah, it's not too crazy. I mean, it's cigarettes, but it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, it's not meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not meth or heroin, <laughs> but it's just cigarettes, man. There's something yeah. that shout out heroin users. Yeah, shout out like, to uh like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, well, shout out to your track marks, bro. <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. Hey, have you talked to Mo lately? No. Dude, he's, I think uh, he's like protective security. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. We we I remember he was in California one time for training and he hit me up. And uh yeah, he uh he was doing all that, and I was like, holy shit, dude, you're on the real deal now, dude. Like, fucking doing some crazy shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, that's that. So one of the uh, things that I'm looking at applying to once I get my degree is uh, diplomatic security special agent, which is the mm-hmm. people that Jim from the office went and saved in 13 hours. 
so no big deal. I was just you, wait, you want to be you want to do that stuff like contracting yeah. stuff? No, yeah, no, no. Cool. It's it's uh so like their 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 primary job when they're overseas because they can be stationed at pretty much any embassy or consulate. So um, mm-hmm. they can be in Japan. They can be in Vietnam. Isn't that what DOD? Germany. DOD people do contractors. No, no, because contractors will go to like Iraq or Afghanistan. They'll do like protective security for those type of things. Yeah. So the people who are in charge of those security details mm-hmm. are diplomatic security special agents. So they're like the six of the group. You know. No, I, I, you know, the the only thing that about that is that. Uh, you know, I, for me, when I read something shady, you know, yeah. like today, I don't know if you like read about it, but like, you know, a federal like judge, like, yeah, uh, killed by a FedEx person. And yeah. then, you know, and, you know, I don't, you know, more or less was the case or the judge in charge of the Epstein, whatever. And like, I don't know, man, like when I see when I hear about stuff that happens overseas or stuff like domestic, you know, I don't know, man. Like the the untagged fucking people in fucking um, was it Washington, right? Seattle, untagged oh, yeah, yeah. agents, yeah, fucking kidnapping people and putting them into unmarked cars. Like, all right, man. You know, I just when I think about like special agents and contractors overseas, I'm just like, man, that's. I mean, that is a shady shit that we live with. Dude. Like we, I mean, yeah. Luckily, the. Uh... The U.S. Department of State isn't caught up in a lot of the uh, controversy. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the controversy is from CIA and FBI and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. with cases that you hear about. But there's a lot of shady stuff at the CIA. I mean, yeah. I read a, I read another book about the pretty much the history of the CIA and more specifically the sponsored assassinations that the CIA did and just how they went about it um crazy stuff man hindsight 2020 brother yeah yeah 2020 dateline no big deal yeah man they want they said one of these days can we get a live stream where where y'all drink whiskey and talk here's the thing drink whiskey i i don't need alcohol to loosen me up (laughs) yeah uh i mean yes we can do that but yeah i'll drink gin and tonics i wouldn't drink whiskey See, see the the part that like okay, you have to understand our dynamic as friends. You have to understand that Josiah, as much as he downplays himself, he is the most mature person out of our group. I mean, besides Doc, also. But when me and McBride are caught up in a room together, I think that there really is no hold bars. And I think that if if Doc was the mature one at the time, Josiah would join the silliness, or vice versa. With you know, so I have no problem you know shotgunning a couple beers in my room with mcbride you know on facetime whatever but you know i definitely think that yeah you've never been the silly guy to smash a couple of brews but you do like yourself a cocktail i, I, we'll I do it's because i'm a classy whore Cla- uh, yeah. classy person classy i was gonna say uh rich 50 year old woman but yeah <laughs> classy <laughs> yeah no yeah so, man Bryce asked, do you have to serve in the military? Can you just be a badass? So as far as becoming a military contractor mercenary, 
So everything that I've read as far as contracting and stuff like that, you can start off with like triple canopy or uh, oh, Constellus and just be uh, more or less a glorified tower guard person, which you'd have to do a, a couple rotations of that. So you'd be in Afghanistan or Iraq. And then once you've done a couple tours of that and you have the right connections, then you can like be upgraded to uh, this isn't a deep dive. This is just, this is just, I don't facts. know, man. We could, yeah, this okay. is just shooting facts. But, anyways, uh, once you have the right connections, then you can work your way into a protective services detail where you're actually going outside the wire and meeting with uh, different people and just making sure that they don't get hit. And then if you want to do federal work after that, then you have enough tours under your belt, then you can start working with different agencies that's everything i've read but right red yeah, yeah i mean i've never been a contractor yet i'm not gonna be a contractor no i'm just joking no man i've always thought about that you know just kind of i don't know i i definitely when i when i was getting out of the military i definitely wanted to i obviously you know work for the the government or you know federal or whatever but yeah dod definitely i wanted to, i was just applying to all this stuff and trying to get lock up interview but yeah north virginia man what the fuck dude i was gonna end up over there and um yeah that's that's actually what it was it's like you know when we were on yeah fancy or uh jalalabad you know you know you just saw those contractors walking around do you, you know just doing their own thing in their own huts and i was wondering like oh that seems kind of like con- I, I guess we should specify contractor can be a lot of different things like there mm-hmm. were um there were cooks on the base that were contractors. There were mechanics on the base that were contractors. There were. But that's not what we're talking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> there were per- per- protective security specialists that were contractors. But uh, I don't necessarily know what a black budget is. I guess that would be like under the table paying with cash to go mark somebody in the head. But uh, no, most of those are not black budget contracting positions. Yeah. And you're they also, are nice though, because you're you're tax free. So if you nice part about it is tax free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Upside. Upside. Yeah. Tax free. Tax free. Yeah. I, yeah. I. That's maybe that's the only thing I miss about. Um, Just think of all the computer stuff you can buy with eighty thousand dollars tax free. Right. There you go. There you go. Um, that's a that's at least one computer. Yeah. Buying um carton of cigarettes on in the uh the bazaars and asking for menthol but everything's reds remember that <laughs> yeah. yeah just go like, yeah i got a car and fucking menthol yeah the reds dude because they're not that's gonna why you go meat. to the px and get cigarettes yeah but can you get bizarre prices dude you remember Are the bizarre gonna... energy drinks yeah i remember that stuff dude why you say like it's a bad thing those things are amazing no but i mean like imagine all this stuff that we could i just i, I think about that lifestyle dude and i think about the the shit that we consumed and the it's just very very unhealthy <laughs> very bad habits dude we could have gotten shot in the head and you worry about the energy <laughs> yeah, well, no thinking? i'm thinking about just the the lifestyle and the habits dude it's ah. i think that we should establish i mean if you're go okay Maybe that's my opinion, but if you go into military, establish good habits. I mean, maybe just because we were 18, 19 year olds, we were just kind of doing stupid shit. Going to establish good monetary habits, save your money. That's one thing that I wish I would have done. I know, is... me too, buddy. Me too. 
not by a 40 inch tv and not by a playstation 4 and not by by all the new iphones that came out xboxes yeah, yeah dude yeah i saving money the first let's 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 uh let's knock this one out what was the first thing you bought when you got a basic three three 3k in your 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 bank what was the first thing you did and since this is a PG thirteen, I will be very brief with what I, what I did. But yeah, no. Every time my family asked me, "Why? What, what happened? All your money? What's going on, man?" I'm just like, you know, I was eighteen, young and dumb, full of cum. You know, just kind of doing what I had to do. <laughs> you know, I just had to do what I had to do. So you know, made a lot of mistakes. But what was the? I wasn't thing? expecting that. Yeah. Um, I went to a like a payday loan place. Yeah. And got a four thousand dollar gaming laptop. Uh-huh. Actually, it wasn't four thousand dollars. I went in and applied for credit, and they said you have up to four thousand dollars that you're approved for. So I got like a twenty five hundred dollar gaming laptop. What? No, you didn't. I. This was literally like the day I got to Bandit. You so, bought a computer? I don't remember that. Really? I had it for maybe oh. a month. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, what the fuck? Okay, okay. And then I sold it to a dude that I went to basic with. But hey. uh, <laughs> JG says PG-13, but you called him a silly whore earlier. Yeah. That's like PG nowadays. That's like on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And, yeah. if, and if silly whore gets to your skin, yeah, we're going to have to have the discussion yeah. later. And you want us to have a whiskey podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I was, I was uh, talking to my buddy Austin about that. Shout out to Austin. Shout out to um, Austin. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Um, yeah, dude, I was just getting fucking ripped and, you know, drinking. And, uh, oh, yeah, I've, I've mentioned that to you in other episodes where just fucking getting smashed. But anyways, what what was the so you, you bought a gaming laptop? That's not three K though, dude. Is it? You you spent three thousand dollars on a gaming laptop? I mean, not like I didn't spend literally three thousand dollars, but I got a three thousand dollar laptop, and the monthly payments were like thirty percent of my paycheck each each couple weeks. So yeah, yeah. But I didn't really. I mean. You don't make a ton of money as a private. And I went in as a hmm. fuzzy. I went in know? as a fuzzy too. Yeah. So I made like maybe a thousand dollars every two weeks. Dude, you came out with three. I mean, our basic was three months though, dude. So you came out at least with three, or at least plus or minus, you know. I remember. So we, I got to Fort Hood the day before Thanksgiving. No, the day of. I think it was the day of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. This is when McBride and I didn't really know each other, but we were hanging out in the same group and we eventually found out we were going to the same unit and everything like yeah. that. So I went, I went, yeah, hashtag sorry. I went to the mall, shout out Colleen Mall. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. I went to the mall. Yeah. I went to the mall with uh, McBride and a few other guys that we went to basic with. Uh, I didn't really spend a whole lot of money at the mall, but I remember there were guys who went to like, I won't name any names, but it rhymes with Lawner McBride went to Buckle and spent like $800 on jeans, but he looked good in them. So, I mean, you can't really complain. 
Uh, that looks good in everything. So whatever it is. He's a hot. He's a hot guy. Um, but yeah, it was funny because we got to Colleen. Yeah. We got to Fort Hood, and you go through basic. You don't have any days off, and we got yeah. to reception, and they're like, "All right, well, you guys have a three day weekend, so be back here on Monday." Yeah. They like looked at each other like, "What do we want to do?" And this is also the time when like a lot of people would buy vehicles when they got to reception, even though they weren't supposed to. Yeah. So we ended up getting rides everywhere because that's what we were worried about. And that's why a lot of people bought cars. So yeah, man. Whatever. Yeah. I remember the, uh, the, when we got back from Afghanistan, dude, like our first weekend we got back together, dude, we went fucking hard, dude. We got Doc's, uh, Doc's truck just started loading shit in the fucking bed and we just started started going ham dude yeah i honestly don't remember like what i i remember going back home and like going to uh i had just gotten back from afghanistan went home on leave and my buddy and i in high school had the same birthday mm-hmm. uh so we were both 20 and um we uh went to a bar and they carted us going in i went and handed him my military id and he looked at me looked at the id looked at me he's like have a good time dude and then my buddy was right behind me with the same birthday and he stamped his hand (laughs) he's like you can't drink tonight now go get your charger that's fine i'm gonna get my charger now yeah oh he just turned off his video (sighs) total non-video participants what a this silly guy yeah thanks for everybody who's listening and watching we really appreciate the support if you guys have any any questions well, dude, entertain the freaking people bro i'm talking to him shut up please lord yeah he's lame i agree Appreciate it, Bryce. Yeah, we uh we try not to be too serious with uh with what we talk about. We do want to have some serious conversations on here, but that's not the main reason for our podcast. But I think the majority of the things that we talk about are just reminiscing about things that we've gone through together. So talk about vacation days. I don't even know what that means. For vacation leave days? Leave? Is that what they meant? I don't know about vacation. I don't... JG says, what's your favorite thing about Romel and why his mustache? My favorite thing about Romel is his mustache. So. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, no, go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm trying to get back to the live stream. Oh, Meredith from the office. I get it now. Anyways, um, my favorite thing about Romel is his sense of cleanliness because it brings peace to my life (laughs) i was not a very clean person yeah stop giggling dude Uh, not wearing wearing pants guys sorry Sorry. double cheeked up no romel and i were very and still are very real with each other so like when we were in the military we would hang out on the balcony and stuff like that we'd have very real conversations and a lot of military relationships that you have in units are very surface level. You don't really talk about 
anything serious. Uh, yeah. Bryce says you're so organized, you have drawers for your drawers. I completely agree. Dibs. Um, but yeah, would you agree with that? Do you think like the majority of mil military relationships you have are just surface level? <laughs> like, yeah, man. I think really deep. You just like. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely people that I I just couldn't connect with, and like you know I don't know if this is true or not, but I definitely uh, take the time to listen and you know go above and beyond to actually give a fuck you know about and i think that's just maybe a defect deflecting are they saying shit in the, the chat yeah he said okay now what's your least favorite thing about romel and why his mustache <laughs> my yeah, answer that you fuck no my least favorite thing about romel is his mustache but it's also my favorite thing so yeah a dirty one dude i don't know i mean yeah just just a little bit um, but yeah, no, going back to your question, I, there are some people that I just could not link with. I mean, obviously it's either that they thought they were above and beyond this shit. Um, I mean, I also always thought about the military, like it, this is it, this is us, you know I mean? We really don't have anybody else except each other type of thing. And, you know, that's at least what I lacked growing up was someone to depend on so that at least if I could be the person that you could depend on, you know, which I hope I was for some people, but. Um, well, and there were some people who were in the military, but really should never have even agreed to enlist. So, yeah. and you just don't want, like, especially if they were in a different job field, like if they were mechanics or something like that, I don't think it would have mattered as much, but you get brainwashed from the point you get to basic that, you're an infantryman and the guy next to you, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. could save your life or could kill you. So that never really helps the situations, but. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, I mean, I think that a lot of vets or at least people that in the military come from a lot of, I mean, either broken home, broken families, or, I mean, those are the same things, but like, you know, trauma or like, you know, mental, mental stuff. So I really think that, um, yeah, like you said, that you know, some people that shouldn't have gone in the military in the first place. I think. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, I think that you know. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, I really. There were some people, obviously, the people that we stuck around with. You know, they're easy to talk to, and you can, you know, kind of dive deep. And you know, there's still always something brand new, to learn about somebody. But, um, yeah, there's just some people that just are there for a job, like literally just a job. But then. When it comes down to it, you know, you really have these people. That, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, when you're in Afghanistan, like, there's some people that are just, like, wall. Like, dude, hey, man, we're going through the same, you know what I mean? Like, we're going through the same shit. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Dude. You know, like, uh, I don't know if wherever he's at in life, but remember, like, Iron Lungs? Remember, remember how, like, you remember him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You remember how, like, how he was just so, like, so closed off, like, all the time, and then, like, when you made a joke, he just, like, uh, uh, and they just like you know what I mean but he yeah. was like the, a fucking rock star you know and yeah he uh I mean you look at the things that like a normal person would do in the infantry as far as act physical activity yeah I remember because he was in a different squad than I was yeah so, and I think that squad at one point had to go and do a PT test when we were at Bob Lightning and Bob mm -hmm. Lightning 
our elevation was at like 7,000 feet. So PC test there was no joke. And I, I'm pretty sure that the squad leader not only made you guys do a PT test, but they also made them do it in uh, like the combat gear. Yeah, PC, yeah. Mm -hmm. And everybody failed except for Iron Lungs. And well, he not only passed, but he like got close to a 300, which is max score for everybody who's listening. I mean, this is the same guy that went through fucking ranger school with a pierced lung. Yeah. You know I mean, like he pushed through that shit. And the thing that, you know, from what I learned about Iron Lung is that he, he didn't, he was back in the corner. He had no other option. There was nothing to go back home to. You know what I mean? There was like, you know, you have family, you know, whatever, just going back, but he had nothing to go back home to. So when you're at that point in your military career, there's really nothing stopping you from, you know, pushing and beyond. And he got, into, you know, he got his tab, you know, he went through selection, you know, but that fuel, that's, that is what you were talking about earlier is when you need to go above and beyond and get be a, you know, green beret. So I, yeah, wherever he is at in this world, I'm just glad that I got to meet him and share stuff. And, have some explicit explicit photos and videos of that man. So wherever he's at, cheers to you, buddy. Yeah. Bryce asked, what was your most difficult obstacle you had to deal with during your time in the military? Uh, uh, I don't know if we are going to answer that in this episode because that's a very, uh, that can be a very lengthy conversation. Um, uh, QRF guard <laughs> at fucking 12 p.m. Do an eight-hour shift. No, that's not your hardest, dude. I hated Tower Guard. That one was not. No, fun. no, no. When we were QRF. I liked QRF. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tower Guard was probably the worst part of I liked it just because uh, McBride and I had the shift uh, that went over ComSec changeover. So mm -hmm. we'd always get back to our room at like five o'clock in the morning. So we would be able to sleep until much yeah. later than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, which was nice just because sleeping's cool. Yeah. Well, those during those. Sleep. during those uh closing out of lightning yeah that was a definitely a a delight yeah i remember i mean maybe not even to throw myself in the bus or under the bus or sack but i remember when we got caught fucking sleeping on tower guard man dude that was who caught you sergeant garrett bro he fucking and just a sneaky one bro me and just sack were just talking along and you know you kind of just drift into conversations and then one thing you know and another you just you're asleep and then yeah I just remember Sergeant Garrett just flashing lights and you're just like, and dude, yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah, dude, right after that. No, I didn't even say anything. I looked at the light and I looked right out the window like I was like protecting the, the base, but no, dude, it was a... But you were Yeah. Oh, man, I... Yeah, after once we got our uh, breakfast in the morning, I knew that from that, like after once we got back to the CP, it was about to be a fucking nightmare, dude. And you wait until after breakfast? Yeah, he 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 just he basically was telling us like, oh, wait wait for the shift to be over, just wait to be shift to be over. So yeah. you you went through breakfast on tower guard, and then after it was over. Yeah, because our ship was you know in the yeah eight eight o'clock or something like that. So I remember he was just telling us he's like, yep, wait for it when you get back to the CP. And dude, that was a long probably the longest walk from our tower back to the CP, and we we're just like full. And I told him I was like, I'm not gonna eat this because I know I'm gonna throw it up. I just like I was not gonna eat it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was so we're walking back to the CP, and then we're just doing checks on the, the next uh, iteration. And we were up there for six. I think we stopped by your tower. We stopped by yeah. your tower because because there was a there's a guy who was doing uh interviews 
for Tower Guard. Yeah. Yeah, it was you and McBride, and there was a, a journalist, uh, and you know he was he was on deployment, and he he did a little cover, he did a little uh, piece on illustration. you, right? Illustration. Yeah. Illustration about you guys. So. I told him that I told him to say in his article that I was six three, and he did so. There you go. I don't know where he's at today, but. Yeah, he he's was real. actually. I, I really talk, I talked to him after the deployment. He's uh, he works for Reuters, the, the little journal journalist company. But anyways, um, but yeah, no, he was a cool guy. I forget I, that our platoon had different hours. Like, mm-hmm. I remember it was just one platoon at a time, but I forgot that because I only did I did eight a.m. to four p.m. Yeah, and then four p.m. to the night show. But we had the nighttime. Me and me, child, sack, you know. I never, but I my because it was weapon squad that did it from well i don't remember how they did it but anyways i only did it from 8 a.m till 4 p.m every day so it wasn't uh the worst it wasn't the crazy world. yeah but yeah, it must be, must be nice i remember <laughs> just like doing something repetitive eight hours every single day seven days a week for three yeah. months yeah uh Snyder was my uh, tower buddy, <laughs> and yeah. he, he was actually a good dude to have as as tower guard because he was he had already gone through college, so he yeah. had all of his college stories. Yeah, but you go through a person's stories in like two weeks. You yeah. use up all the stories yeah. that you can talk about. So I heard and he heard stories three or four times. Yeah, and each time you're just sitting there like. Yeah. Yep. 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 I feel it, man. It's yeah, horrible. I don't know, man. That 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 does something to your mental. And we were closing up. We were at Lightning for what three months out of the deployment. So we were closing that place up, and we did that for what a, a straight month. I remember maybe this. Yeah, maybe a month. Maybe more or less a month. But yeah, we did that yeah. for a while. And you remember yeah, that kind of. You know they reopened Lightning. Really. So we went. We did all that work to close it down. Yeah, and then they reopened it like a year later. Yeah, that's pretty sad, bro. But you know, we didn't really get to pick and choose. Also, you know, I, I told my buddies all the time that you know when I think it was what two thousand something when Obama was saying that the war was over that Christmas yeah. year, and I remember eating a fucking bagel and cream cheese in the defect and looking at like the news, you know, yeah. stateside. He's like, the war in Afghanistan is over, and I'm like. You fucking dickhead like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about so. i remember looking at a memory on facebook and it was a con- or it was a status that i shared a article from somebody mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was while we were in afghanistan and it was the war in afghanistan's over and i was like oh okay when are we going home we didn't go home for another couple months but whatever yeah no there was a pretty uh crazy crazy i mean I, we always go back to the military but you know it's it's always fun to talk about man yeah were you well, think, um, mm-hmm. go ahead go ahead no no no. i don't want to cut you off do you think this is a great time no i don't i think you should say whatever you're gonna say oh i was just gonna say um you know i was gonna maybe maybe we should leave it as a teaser bro how about that how about we say oh. next episode we talk about josiah's coming back story uh family and going through the, like the whole like walking through the crowd and trying to find your, your wifey and stuff. I didn't have a wife at that no, time. But, yeah, but, you know, the, the whole idea of it, you know, it's kind of misconceptions and yeah, back to the... <laughs> Leave it for next episode, bro. Leave it for next episode. 
All I can say is it's crazy. Dude, it's intense, bro. Yeah. When you come back from deployment, it's the most craziest thing in the world. Yeah. Hospital visits. Yeah. Whew. Crazy. Yeah. I can't believe we did that stuff. Yeah. Shout out. Thanks for your service, though. No, thanks for your service. No, Contractor. Dude. No, Sorry, Jim. I'm actually yeah. going to watch 13 hours after this. Yeah, I think that that's going to be awesome. But, yeah, close it out, dude. Do your fucking job, bro. Thanks for watching. No, we have, uh, we've got all of our socials up, like I said last time. So uh, we're kind of getting into the swing of posting on a regular basis. So if you feel the need to share what we put out, by all mm -hmm. means, do it. And uh, we appreciate it. Here in the next couple episodes, I'll be highlighting uh, we have a Patreon account. We're not trying to make money for this podcast, but there are some operating costs that come with uh, doing a podcast, like having a Zoom account, having uh, different types of editing profiles, just to make sure that the, uh, the stream is on the up and up. So if anything, if anybody wants to support us, I'll give out some information in the next few episodes but until then thanks for listening and uh have a great monday say bye at least bye oh i have a, a little shout out oh, okay go ahead yeah um yeah definitely take whatever we said today with a grain of salt obviously everything that we uh it's all i mean we already said all this stuff but i just wanted to reiterate because i i would hate for our words to be twisted and you know i know that i'm probably overthinking it but anyways um I love you guys. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Appreciate everyone that tuned in. Yeah, thanks for everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. You're all now moderators, so congratulations. That's what you Dude, You moderated watching. everybody, bro? Yeah. Okay, there's some questions. We'll talk about this after. I think that there's some suspicious... Anyways. Um, real recognizes real, you know? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we got we to gotta work on this uh, whole... Because I want to see the comments, like, right here. This side. Yeah, well, that'd uh, be... Uh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, I love you. Love you guys. Love you. How do I <laughs> live without you?